Welcome to Viva La Derby's 5x5 podcast. I am the big kahuna. I am Denominator. I'm Apple Your Hair. I'm Lola Ebola. I'm London Brawling. <laughs> I'm Kiki Chaos. All right, folks, welcome back to another episode of Evil W's 5x5 podcast, where we talk about all the things that are going on in the 5x5 Roller Derby Championship, starting in March, ending in August. This is the grand final episode, and I'm very lucky again to be joined by some lovely ladies from our 5x5 leagues. Denominator, how you doing, ma'am? I'm doing really, really well. Super, super excited about this episode. I haven't been on the last few, so it's good, it's good to be back and good to be talking about the 5x5. Five five. Don't call it a comeback. She's been here for years. <laughs> <laughs> Apple your hair and Lola Ebola from Hard. You didn't get enough last time. You came back for more. Yeah. More like you didn't get enough. I thought we contributed <laughs> loads. God, you just I'm, liked it. I'm pretty sure the people demanded it. I'm pretty sure we had yeah. so much feedback over the last per- last time. I'm pretty sure there was Apple a poll. Baller. The people demanded it. Yeah. <laughs> there was a Facebook group. I liked it. Yeah. You know. <laughs> but thank That's you for joining right. us, ladies. London Brawling from Southside Derby Dolls. First time on the podcast. Busting her podcast, yeah. Cherry. Welcome to Viva Derby. Thanks. I'm so excited. <laughs> now, she's been bothering me for weeks on end now. She's been telling me how she's going to take over Viva La Derby, that her and Cyclone Silla are planning a takeover, that I'm going to be out of a job because they're going to be doing all the podcasting going forward. So she's got some big shoes to fill. A lot of, a lot of smack talk been going on. I hope you live up to the hype. Uh, but I sound like a chipmunk. So if I do take over, everyone's going to stop listening, I think. It's not true. You're so smooth and sexy. Like, so smooth and sexy. <laughs> Because uh, that didn't sound like Hopefully the final, we're going to make that happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lots of S words in there. And, of course, mm-hmm. Kiki Chaos, our uh, resident from the start, every every 5x5 podcast featuring the one and only Kiki Chaos. How you doing, ma'am? I am doing very, very well. Thank you very much. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> So, of course, we've got all the lovely ladies here to talk about what's been going on in the 5x5 Roller Derby Championship and what's coming up in our grand final spectacular. But let's start with a look back, get in the DeLorean, go back in time a little bit and talk about round five that happened on July 13. The last round of the regular season was at Blue Mountains Roller Derby League. Their hosting round featured, of course, as always, a double header. The first bout off the ranks was Hard versus Inner West, and this one was an absolute nail-biter, came down to the last jam. We've got one lady here who was involved, um, Apple Your Hair. Tell us a bit about the bout between Hard and Inner West. Oh, look, it was it was a very fun bout to play. Um, we knew it was going to be close, but, God, we didn't know it was going to be that close. Uh, yeah, I mean... We played short, we played sick, we played injured, mm. yeah. but we, we, I think we played really, really well. So we're, we're all really proud of the, the result of that, that night. You know, everyone put in their best and, you know, we, we were devastated. It came down to eight points, but, you know, we, we feel like we, did, we played really well as a team that night. So mm. that was a win for us. The result on the night was 160 to Hard, 168 to Inner West, meaning that Hard um, 
unfortunately lost all the bouts for the year in a West. That was their first win, and it was a big win for them because it meant that they get to play on into our grand final and hard get to um, have the privilege of organising it all. Um, so, yeah, so, yeah, privilege. <laughs> doing a, a cast job at that. The, the much famous wall of arse was one arse short with Lolly yeah. Bowl. it was. Well, one ass, one ass accidentally got itself broken, didn't it? So <laughs> it was not able to be part of the wall. <laughs> you can't block the floor, you Lola. No, I tried. No. I came off worse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyone else want to talk about that bout? No insights? Anyone? That would be a resounding no. Wow, I almost heard a tumble. <laughs> <laughs> the bout... The bout was, as a spectator, clearly we're on the sideline watching that one. It was just so intense, you know. Um, both teams, total nail-biter. Nail watching both teams, it was um, pull out the puns, Lola. You've got a few, having your heart in your chest and all the rest of it. I think I, I, think, I, think um, I used them all up last time. Sorry. Yeah, I'm out. totally dry yeah, here. Totally dry, Lola, totally dry. But... The last the last jam in particular, I don't think there wasn't a person in the crowd that was, um, you know, not screaming or yelling or cheering on, especially seeing Posh, you know, she was an incredible point scorer for that particular oh, wow. bout. Yeah. And you were just, I mean, you know, being in the middle and unbiased for either team but just wishing her just to push that little bit more or have that little bit more help from the, the bench and so on. Well, she was, um, I mean, Posh was, Posh was um, the highest point scorer in that entire round, like for the four leagues that played. She did an amazing she job. Did. She worked really, really hard. We had to call the medic after the game because yeah. the poor thing nearly passed out, but she really put her body on the line and it showed in, in her points. She was amazing. She yeah. was Posh. And, you know, the girls... The girls did Sorry. exactly what they were told to do too. You know, they, um, they were... Um, listening to their bench and they were sticking together and they were, you know, we couldn't have asked any more of them really. Every single one of them did, you know, went above and beyond mm. anything we could have hoped for. So, you know, yeah, they did us proud. A lot of positives to take out of that last bout of the year and sort of end the year on, even without the win, a lot of good things coming. Posh Deckham, like you said, did kill it. She got 90 points that, that bout in an MVP oh, performance. Yeah. She was MV- voted MVP for hard by Inner West. Chemical Fog chipped oh, yeah, in 32. And R- R- uh, Rathulu mm-hmm. Rex on her debut as well actually did pretty good. Debut. Mm-hmm. And she only played the first half. She was injured second half and was benched for the entire second half. So second mm. half we played on 10 skaters with um, Rex yeah, sitting on the bench. And so I she think, did good. Yeah, well, I think those two specifically definitely paint a, a brighter picture for next year with um, Chemical Fog, Ruth Little Rex, Temper Tramp played really good in that round as well. And, um, yeah, yeah definitely. Know, just a few bouts under their belt and there's some positive signs for the future, I think. Oh, definitely. And we swapped um, we swapped Punky out to Block, which I know is not her David position. She was an awesome she blammer. Did, she did an amazing <laughs> job. Yeah, blammer. we're calling it. She's our she's our blammer. Um, she blocks and she jams, but she did a fantastic job. She was just a little. She's she's small, but she's mighty. She, that's a good way to describe it. I like that. Yeah, she yeah. is. 
Sounds um, like a stain removal product. But... <laughs> For Inner West, uh, Whack Russell Terrier, round five podcast uh, hero, scored 63, Vanity Bonfire added 44, and Risk Taker 37. Becca Kazi was the MVP. Um, does anyone want to make any comments about Inner West game? What do you think brought them the win? Maybe someone not on hard. Yeah. <laughs> I reckon, uh, as I'm much the- as both teams played amazingly, I, Inner West, I think, really came together as a team. And you could see the hard girls, you know, making them work for every single point. Both both teams were. But for it to be such a ridiculous nail-biter coming down to the last jam... We didn't even want to go and warm up. We just wanted to stay and watch that game. It was ridiculous. But both teams just wanted it so badly. You could see it. I always said it was going to be a hard bout to call for who would be winning. And it was just proven on the track. Um, both teams were super intense. In a West, like I said before, from um, watch, observing them, they've come each game with... Um, a fresh start and resetting their goals, tackling the, the problems that they were that they had from the um, previous game, and it just showed in the final for them. Yeah, and I think if you saw, like, unfortunately the the two opposite ends of the spectrum there, the highs and the lows, but to lose in such a close fashion for Hard is you know a, a big hit and a. And and devastating, and the and the way you girls talk about it, obviously it's clear that it meant a lot to get that win. But the jubilation that Inner West showed in their first ever win, actually, and oh, yeah. the way they were just jumping up and down as as a team and so excited to actually notch a W up, that that was uh, pretty special to see as well. Yeah, I got teary for them just because you could see their pure excitement. And they're, they're our friends. We were happy for them too. Yeah. You know, so... That's exactly it. There's not, you know, we... It may have been disappointing for us, but we would never, ever take that win away from them because they they deserved it. They worked for it. Um, they earned it, and it was great for them. And you're right, it was their first win ever. Um, and it, it just meant so much to them, and it was... It was great. It was nice that we could return the favour, you know. They were our first win, so, you know, it's only fair. <laughs> Give and take. <laughs> so it's one and one now. Does that mean there'll be a, a tiebreaker at some point? Oh, there's a rebound. There's a rebound. Oh, yeah. Early, early We're going to smack down yeah. and, like, gloves are off for that one, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Marketing your diaries, hard versus sure. inner west, the decider. <laughs> About yeah, three decide. between Oh, there. yeah. You might, um, <laughs> you're not in the same pool at... Eastern region, are you? We don't know yet, but no. maybe. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> of course, that bout meant that Hard, unfortunately, will miss out on our grand final, but Inner West move on to play in the playoff for third versus fourth. Of course, who they would face would be decided in the second bout of that evening, which was the home team, Blue Mountains Roller Derby League, taking on the travelling Southside Derby Dolls, The Force. Uh, this one, again, was a, a nail-biter, another close bout. And it's really weird that like we had a few blow- blowouts throughout the season, but the last bout of the season, or the last two round of the season, actually provided the closest bouts for the entire year, which is really good to see two back-to-back bouts come so close. But the result in that one was Blue Mountains Roller Derby League, 118, Southside Derby Dolls, 157. 
Again, so close. <laughs> Insane. And yeah. We got two mm. girls who played in that bout, of course. Denominator, London Brawling. Any insights? What was it like? Uh, it was really, really, really tough, actually. Um, I don't... Uh, we didn't go in there thinking it was going to be that hard. I'll admit it, at least myself personally. Uh, personally, I knew it was going to be tough, but nowhere near as tough as I thought it was going to be. Like, we had a lot of issues getting through their walls and our jammer line stuff, which we're usually pretty strong with, weren't um, really working for us. So we had to flip it on its head and try something different, um, which, you know, which, which we're all fine with and we're comfortable with, but it wasn't our kind of the plan that we were going in with. Um, I commend Blue Mountains so much for all the hard work they put in for the fucking shows. Like, they are not the same team that played CCRG at uh, Sydney Boys High. No chance. They have come leaps and bounds and are just going to keep getting better. So, uh, NOS had a lot of hard work to do for Saturday. <laughs> but it was a great game. We worked really, really hard. That moment where we all sort of joined hands and hugged each other to watch the score um, be finalised and we saw that we were run and we were officially in the final. So it's, you know, it's still really emotional for me to think about. So um, I just, I can't, I'm so happy of how hard we worked with that game and we've got even more drive for the finals now. So it's going to be great. Uh, it was an Annie? amazing game. Like, <laughs> it, uh, I... I still get that funny butterfly feeling in my stomach whenever I think about it because we, you're right. We did not play the same team that that had played in every other game beforehand. They had stepped it up ten times the amount that we were expecting, and I just oh, I was blown away by it. The, it was point for point for a while, and they're just an amazing bunch of girls to play. I think. Um, at half time, we kind of went into our little you know, group area and, and really reassessed what we're doing and, and went around and said how much we wanted it and how much we wanted to be in the final. And we had to come out and prove that. I, I, I'm glad I remember we could and I'm glad we could. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I just remember that moment where Aprilla turned around to all of us while we're sitting there, like looking up at us. She went, So who, who wants this more, you or them? And we just went, we do. We we want it more, and we had to go out there and show them how badly we wanted them. And, uh, and I think that second half proved it. How hard we, we, how much we came back in the second half, and how hard, how much harder we worked. So, yeah, it was a great game. And I got MVP. Amazing. Fucking great. I I cried. Ah, it was oh. so well deserved. So fucking well deserved. You did get MVP for S two D two. Mulan Brews got MVP for. Blue Mountains, <laughs> and her chocolate did get stolen yeah, uh, yeah. by, by Denominator. I gave it to me. I got one chocolate at the bell. The, the next day at the training, someone else gave me another chocolate. And I was like, I've already got mine. And they're like, no, 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 this one's yours too. And I was like, oh. So I ate both of them. I'm pretty sure you well, said to me at the bout, I'm going to steal the other team's chocolate. No! I wouldn't do that, Moulin Bruce. I would not steal your chocolate. I feel like a fucking bitch. Wasn't it weird that it had Moulin Bruce written on it, though? Like, you know, that didn't give it away. I love the little Lego man that you've made for her, though. Yeah, she's getting a better... I can't eat the Lego man. 
Oh, yeah. I can't eat the Lego man. If you could, you'd probably do it, though. <laughs> probably. I probably would. <laughs> Kiki Chaos, they kept nom, saying nom, that... Um, nom, nom. They kept saying that it wasn't the same team that Central Coast played in round three. You were sitting on the sidelines for it. What did you think of that? Look, I, I agree up to a point. The thing is with Blue Mountains, they really are the quiet achievers, you know. They, they're pretty chilled. They do their own thing and they come with the best that they've got on the day and the best that they had on that day with the work that they were doing in the lead-up was obviously good enough to get them to the point that they were in that game. I'm watching the game from the sideline. You could see that as far as teams go, they were they they were unnerved. You know, they just held their ground, they held fast, stayed strong and focused and it showed in their points. You know, they, they came into the first half... Um, you know, a little bit under S2D2. But, it, again, the points don't show the intensity that was on the track from both the teams. But I, yeah, I don't think... Yeah. I think they've just been plodding along quietly doing their thing while everyone else has been discussing what everyone else is doing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I agree, actually. So you completely, I think there's been... Um, you know, and it wasn't it wasn't long before that bout. I mean, Apple and I had the pleasure of playing with some of their girls down in Canberra, and um, it was pretty evident the work that they had been putting in. And I think you're right; they have just been this constant. Um, they've just run this really constant, strong course throughout the tournament, and I think that um, all their hard work has really shown. And you're right, they are just the quiet achievers who've just been, like, you know, plugging away in the background the whole time. I've I've said it for such a long time about um, Blue Mountains. They sort of went away, like, you know, trained for almost a year before bouting, and when they first started bouting, I just didn't expect much of them, but they just came out so strong, and they just continue to do that. They go away, they do their own thing, they work really hard, you know, um, heads in the book, stuff like that, and then they come out and just show everybody what they're made out of. I'm so proud of them. So, so proud. Mm. They had a few skaters on debut that night, and you could hardly tell. They're all just part of the same unit. Uh, the thing about Blue mm. Mountains, I think, is they don't have, like... They've obviously got some very talented skaters, but they're not as reliant on, like, an individual superstar. They've got eight or nine jammers in their jammer rotation, which are all just as good as each other, which is such a freaking luxury to have, like, when they've got so many of them. <laughs> and and any bout, any one of them can be the top scorer. Uh, in this one, for example, their top three scorers, Mulan Bruce, 29, Misbehave... Uh, 26, uh, 23, sorry, and Candy Cane, 21. Like, to have your top scorer only score 29 isn't that they, it was a low-scoring bout, even though it kind of was. It's just that they spread the workload so evenly and, and spread it out and don't sort of just, you know, jam two people constantly. But they've got so many that they can share the workload amongst it and it really shows in their teamwork, I think. It also means, it also means that they're... Um because they are um, jammer heavy, it gives them an advantage when they're putting their jammers on to block because they've got really, really agile blockers as well who are really good at um, preempting what the opposing jammer is going to do. It makes them, it gives them a definite advantage. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, so Blue Mountains, after losing that bout, moving to play for playoff for third or fourth, up against Inner West, and of course Southside Derby Dolls winning that one, uh, denominator MVP, meaning that they head into the grand final to face off with Central Coast Roller Girls, the Valkyries. So our grand final moving. Does anyone want to add anything to that last bout again? No. No, cool. Well, it's not the last bout, but I think in, in general, you know, there's a lot of talk of, oh, I mean, we keep coming back to particular games, how people have played, but I don't think that there's anyone, any league that isn't in the 5 by 5 final that hasn't progressed throughout this tournament. Oh, everybody has grown leaps and bounds. It's, it's ridiculous. This has just given you know all of us an opportunity to play more, which is exactly how we play roller derby. We just want to play more, and it's a great idea when Kahuna thought it up. And I was like, yeah, this is going to be fantastic. And we've all grown from, and now people are kicking down our door to join it next year. So fantastic. Yeah, they are. Yeah, five rounds. You know, lots of awesome derby. Uh, ten ten bouts all up. And a lot of really cool things happening. So, and that was just the regular season, but um, I think we got a consensus here that it was pretty freaking awesome. Yeah, boy, concur. Which does lead us into our grand final. Uh, so, again, a doubleheader. Grand final is tenth of August at Penrith Valley Sports Centre, uh, Herbert Street, Cambridge Park. It's a neutral venue mainly because we couldn't decide who gets to host. <laughs> so we found somewhere where it's none of our home venues. Um, uh, the very generous Western Sydney Rollers letting us play in their backyard for this one. Uh, so Saturday Thank night, 10th of August, make sure you head on out and get your tickets now from uh, final5x5.eventbrite.com.au or just go to 5x5derby.com. But this is going to see two bouts at night. Our third, fourth playoff spot is between the already mentioned Blue Mountains Roller Derby League after that loss in round five, ended the season in third place on two and two wins, two losses, and playing off against fourth place after the regular season in a West Roller Derby League with their first win, leaving them at one and three. Playing off for third uh, is Blue Mountains Free Sisters, and our roster looks like this. It looks a little bit like Stella Raw. Blood Red Penny, Rapunzel, Misbehave, Roxy Tosin, Moulin Bruce, Hellfire Heidi, Ninja Rogers, Rapid Dash, Candy Cane, Brute Loops, Doctor Who Who, Jackson Polax, and Skatred. Benched by Babushka and Kiss of Death. That's right. They welcome back into the lineup Ninja Rogers, who missed round five because she was on a holiday, and Skatred for making her debut in uh, in the grand final. A hell of a place to do it. Skatred, you probably recognise her from the announcing duty she's been doing for Blue Mountains with the microphone, dropping the mic, yep. picking up her skates. She's been injured most of the year, which is why she was um, doing the commentating duties. But she makes her way into the lineup for Blue Mountains. And they're, of course, need an opposition, and they're taking on Inner West Roller Derby League's Bulletproof West. Who are made up of Vanity Bonfire, who's wearing a C for this one, Buffy Stunhurst, Cheese a Maniac, Mini Meat, Becca Carvey, Peaches B. Triflin, Crystal Clear the Way, Risk Taker, Captain Kid Cat, Chevy Chase, La Leona, and Ruby Soho. 
Uh, they're being benched by the one and only FTP and Gory Newman. So coming into the lineup, they're actually a bit short, this one. They're, they're skating with 12, I think, and may have a last-minute scratching. Um, but coming into yeah. the lineup that wasn't in round five was is Chevy Chase, um, who is one of their stronger jammers and making her way back in. And Ruby Soho, a transfer to Inner West from Sydney Roller Derby League. Out of this round, um, Rollercon causing absolute havoc for their lineup. Uh, people enjoying it up over in Vegas at the moment. Wack Russell Terrier, who was the round five high scorer for Inner West. Uh, Betty Rocker, Silent Surprise, and Helter Skelper all missing out of this one because they're over in Vegas. And unfortunately, in training just yesterday, um, Captain Kid Cat mm-hmm. breaking a leg. Not going to be in this bout unless there's some I'm sort of super miracle her. cure, yeah. Skelly Grow. Skelly Grow. Skelly Crow, she needs some Harry Potter shit. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think you're in really, really good spirit. About letting you play on Broken Bones. Mm-hmm. She seems in really good spirits, did you say? Yeah, from everything I've seen on Facebook, I've kind of been stalking her a little bit to see how she's doing. And she seems to be, so far, in really good spirits. Hopefully she can keep that up and you know come back nice and strong from it. Well, she I know she's going to go bionic tomorrow. I think. <laughs> no, she's uh, operation today. Today she's yeah. Yeah, we have she's the got technology. We can today. rebuild her. Yep. Yeah. That's right. So they lose another one, which means they're probably down to eleven. What do you think of the lineups and any predictions for this bout? Oh, I'm so not going to predict uh, this bout. This is the final. <laughs> no way. Yeah. No way. Uh, look, I think I be, it'll come I'd, down to okay. experience and the Free Sisters will take this one out just because of your past history, I think. Yeah, I think so. I think so too. I actually, I'm, I'm predicting um, Free Sisters for this one. Um They've got the advantage in numbers and they've got the advantage um, in experience. Yeah, Blue Mountains, mm. uh, interesting point. This is the first time in their history they actually have 14 skaters with Skatred coming yeah. into the lineup. So they've been slowly building. I know when they sort of came out last year, they were skating with 9 and 10, and this year, they round one, I think they had 10. And then, you know, slowly adding in more players as the year goes on. And now they actually come to full strength when Inner West is probably at their weakest as far as numbers go. Bringing Mm -hmm. in Chevy Chase or bringing back Chevy Chase is huge for them. Another um, points production machine that can team up with Vanity Bonfire. Um, But obviously losing people like Wack Russell Terrier, uh, Betty Rocker, and that is a is a big loss for them. I think that's going to be somewhat uh, mollified by having Ruby Soho in the lineup, transfer from Sydney. Oh, that's that's a lot of experience and a really yeah. strong locker that they've just gained there. That's really you know good news for them. It's going to be interesting to see what sort of influence she has on the other skaters. In a similar vein, what what Southside have gained by having Haterade on the track isn't just her individual skills it's actually that's probably the least of it it's what the other girls are actually picking up from her and and learning from her in in training and in practice and on the track and all that sort of thing which i'm sure denominator and london brawling can attest to 
Um, and hopefully that means Ruby Soho will be doing that for some of these younger, less experienced girls at Inner West. Yeah, I think this is going to be Sorry, a really I'm... interesting game to watch. <laughs> you yes, I agree with Monson Brawling. I, I think it's going to be a great um, game to watch, but I was just going to say how, as you said, Ruby's a really great addition to Inner West and it's going to bring so much experience and knowledge there that I believe Inner West have been craving so much. Um they, they, you know, um, with the additions of Bonner, uh, Vanity Bonfire as well and Ruby, they're just they're going to come leaps and bounds in the next year. And I think it's going to be a really, really interesting bout. Yeah, I, I really am looking forward to this. I think, you know, Blue Mountains have so much experience behind them and they're such a well-rounded team. Um, like you were saying before, BK, they... They have so many jammers in their rotation and they all block amazingly and their walls are just phenomenal. Um, and Inner West just want it so much. Like they're, they're the little engine that could Inner West. They kind of, they go to strength from, to strength with each different bout and they're just sponges picking everything else up. And I just, I, they're not going to go down without a fight. That's for sure. I, I always back an underdog and I feel like they're coming into it, you know, Inner, sorry, Inner West have the, what, one to three, and Blue Mountains are two to two, so Blue Mountains are going to be the favourite, but I've, I've got my fingers crossed for Inner West. I think that they can really hold their own in this one. Yeah, um, I'm predicting three sisters in this one. They, they just look so strong, and I think um, a few more jams, you know, their way... That, like round five could have been a very different story and they might have been playing off for the cup in, in the grand final. So look for Blue Mountains, I think, to come out strong in this one. As much as Inner West are going to be hungry, adding some really good pieces, I think um, just it, it's going to take a lot for them to take this one uh, and probably more than they've got at the moment. Um, five by five next year could be a very different story for a team like Inner West, but I think at the moment um, this one might be a bit beyond them. Kiki, you're not making any predictions of this one, are you? Sorry, no, sorry, I just had my volume go out again. Sorry. You, you're not you're not bold enough to make a prediction in this one. Oh no, yeah, like I don't want to in the sense that you know we're coming up to, but I just want to watch the game and be pleasantly surprised. However, Blue Mountains definitely on history alone. Of course, I feel we'll probably take it out, but will the score be what we're expecting? Maybe not. I think. Um, you know, Inner West will, with the new additions and the way they've been going, pick up a bigger score, um, a point score than you would be guessing. Well, Blue Mountains played Inner West in round two this year, which of course was Inner West's first game of the season. And although Blue Mountains won, and in the end won convincingly, there were definitely stages at the st- uh, in the first half where it wasn't. It was a lot closer than people would have predicted, and Inner West sort of came out and surprised them a little bit. I don't know if they'll have that same luxury this time around, but I know it's definitely going to be a big, a, a good bout with both teams um, skating their hearts out anyway. So look out for a, a blockbuster in that one. Blue Mountains Three Sisters, Inner West Roller Derby League's Bulletproof West playing off for third in the 5x5 finals. Uh, second bout of the evening, we'll see first place, undefeated 4-0 Central Coast Roller Girls Valkyries taking on second place Southside Derby Dolls, ending the season 3-1. and one. 
Um, the first place team undefeated CCRG Valkyries. What's their lineup look like? Kiki Chaos. Okay, there's Kiki Chaos. Um. <laughs> she's pretty good. I've heard good things about her. I've heard good things. She's a bit, she's a bit flat chested, but she does all right. Um, <laughs> Hazy Demon. <laughs> Okay, hey, Hazy Demon, um, Alitude, Allure and Kill, which for some reason, whenever they're getting announced, those two, Allure and Kill and Alitude, they're getting confused. Um, Melteza, <laughs> yay. Miss Racker's Bum Bum, I love saying that, so I'll say it again, oh. Miss Racker's Bum Bum. Oh, by the way, getting Shot. the medals engraved today and going, <laughs> next one is Miss Racker's Bum Bum. <laughs> and he goes, What? I go, I don't, I don't know. Just type it, dude. Just keep going. <laughs> yeah, you love it. I've seen I, we swap in training calling it. That's a nice bum bum. She does have a Sorry, nice Sorry, Lila. I said I've seen Miss Racker's bum bum, I believe, at an after party doing some interpretive dance. Mm-hmm. And um, she I has a nice there. bum bum. She does have a nice. And so we, we um, swap from calling a Rackers to bum bum or bum. You know, it's she, you, you can play with that one. So we've like got Cyclone place. Tracy, the first one. Yeah. Cyclone Tracy, Shell Destroyer, Cindy Slaughter, Teeny Flatini, Our Rat Bag, Bazooka Bazooka, Hannibal Dector. In the bench, we've got our Lockstock Lulu and the Commissar. So coming into the lineup, of course, we have the flat chested wonder, his Kiki Chaos. <laughs> <laughs> Why that's even mentioned, I don't know. <laughs> but Kiki Chaos coming back into the lineup after a near season-long injury. Tell us yes. about your injury and your recovery. Um, my injury, as we all know, is I broke my tib fib in training one lovely day, and I've been doing um, physio exercise and all the rest of it to get back on skates and got the all clear from the surgeon. So. But I've been back on skates now for a little while, but good to bout. So I'm excited. You're and it feels amazing. good? You feel yeah. all right? Yeah, I feel good. Oh, well, you know me. <laughs> Just go. <Yeah>. Just go. <laughs> um, interesting to note for the listeners at home that it was actually the day after their round one win against yes. Southside Derby Dolls. So the, the hangover yes. training session, the recovery training session, whatever you want to call it, <laughs> is when it happened and she's been missed by the team, I'm sure, in, in the pack. But um, you've been doing a good job on the bench anyway, this time replaced by Lockstock Lulu taking a spot on the bench. And she's doing phenomenally. She's um, been off skates herself, so she's been training with us. She knows she knows her stuff. She knows the team and she's really excited and we're just stoked to have her. And out for this one is Mini Mayhem, similar to Inner West. She's over in Vegas for RollerCon and won't be back yes. in time for the bout. Yes, she will be missed, but she will, her presence will be on the track in all of us, that's for sure. So what's preparation been like for the Valkyries leading up to the final, Kiki? Well, we keep on keeping. We do our usual training. We've got our um, – in-house training with the league and then we've got our own training sessions that we do independently and, um, you know, just knuckling down, figuring out what we want, how we're going to achieve that, setting our goals and working towards them, basically. Now, one of the things um, 
to note as well is that CCRG had the buy in round five. So it will mean that there's now a two-month gap since the last 5 by 5 bout. What did you do in that sort of off month to sort of make up for not having a bout? Is it is it going to be a matter of rust versus rest, as we always say? Yeah, I don't know. I think, okay, and again, you know the girls, you know what we're like, you know how we train. I think we, we treat bouts as they're, you know, scrimmage for us a lot of the times. We get excited by anything that's um, set up in, in about conditions. So we just go ahead and, and keep on keeping. Again, we've had um, scrimmages, opp- scrimmage opportunities with other leagues that we've taken up. They've been fantastic and fun, which is how we like to do it. But I think individually each of the girls has brought in um, their own goals and there's been a lot of support for each other on the team through this one. Um, in the lead up too, but we definitely haven't just sat down and had a bit of a rest. Um, we know what works for us and and what keeps our momentum going. So we've stayed, you know, we just keep on track. Yeah, and some of that training included Mad Mel Arena. Oh yes, it definitely did. <laughs> <laughs> she came down to the league not long after the Hard Girls. It's been a long time since we've. There's been a lot happening. Um, she, yeah, she came down after the Hard Girls. Um, got to have some time with her, and she was fantastic for us. We did a boot camp with the entire league, which was just something that the league needed. Um, and, you know, she really sat us down and worked through some of our issues that we had as a league with training. And, of course, you know, she came and watched the bout, um, the last five-by-five, five and was loving that one. So, yeah, it was great. Yeah, she's all right. She's a, she's, she'll be, she might be something one day. Yeah, she's a bit flat-chested, but she'll be right. <laughs> uh, Central Coast Valkyries in fine form, I'm sure, will be taking on Southside Derby Dolls, The Force. Um, so starting off, got the nominator, that's me. We've got Ankle Fighter, Cyclone Stiller, Danny Hell, London Brawling, Port Forward, Shona Mercy, Glam Torino, Rocking the Sea. Fairy Bled, Haterade, Impure Blonde, Apocalypse, Agrodite, Killer Bee. Um, the alternate for the night is Cat Fink, and the bench is April of the Hunt and Tweak and Destroy. Coming into the lineup, not in round five, Impure Blonde. We mentioned in the last podcast that she was on holiday. She makes her way back in for the grand final, and we welcome Ankle Biter into the lineup as well, uh, a new addition Hi. to the league. Um, sitting out this one, Cat Fink in the ultimate spot, I'm sure will be ready to take this spot of anyone who might not be able to make it on the day, or God forbid some injury happens. But um, both Denominator and London Brawling lining up for this one. How are you feeling about the bout? So London, excited! You're going <laughs> oh, so, I am so excited. So are I, you excited? Every time I think about it, I start jumping up and down. So excited! <laughs> <laughs> What's... um? Preparation been like for the force coming into the finals? Oh my goodness. Um, we have been scrooging like crazy and just Apula has been working our asses off. It's been absolutely amazing. Um, we've been traveling a fair bit and playing some different teams and a lot more uh, teams with higher experience than us as well. Um, so trying to learn from those who have come before, as it were. And it's amazing. I'm still sore from this weekend's training. Um, it's yeah, it's getting intense, and hopefully we're meshing as a team, which is what we're aiming for. So, 
Noms? Yes, London. Yes. I think we, we look, we've definitely definitely come together as a team. We're pretty much living in each other's pockets now. More, actually, that's pretty accurate for London Balling and Killer B now that they're flatmates. Um, oh, it's amazing. But, you know, She's we, the best cook ever. <laughs> we, you know, we're tra- we train twice a week together. Now we've added an extra training session as well. So we're training three days a week. We talk all day on Facebook about strategy and how the last scrimmage went. We give each other feedback. Uh, April is super, super helpful with that as well. Um, our strengths, our weaknesses, what we can do to improve them. She's been really um, been, been firm. Um, we've been pushing us outside of our comfort zones, but it's been amazing. We've all grown as skaters and, more importantly, we've all grown as a team. So, we are, yeah, we've been scrimmaging, like London said. We've, we've had the weirdos around. We've gone to see NRDL, the snipers. So we've been definitely working our butts off, and we are we are ready for this final. An ankle biter coming into the lineup um, moved down to Sydney from Townsville. Yes, we love our bitey. Um, He's she so is cute. Fucking hell. I hate her. She's so cute. <laughs> Oh, no, seriously, this kid like she's just she's just amazing. She's just blended in with the with the league and with the force so well and so quickly that she feels like you know I don't know what it would be what it would be like without her now. Like I'm sorry, Townsville, you guys can never ever have Bitey back. She's out now. Never. Her number is one four seven, which is her height in centimeters. <laughs> yes, oh my God. it's the so yeah, she's a, but you know what? Don't let her size, like, don't underestimate her because of her size. She will fuck you up. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, yes, she will. She laid me out the other day and I was walking funny for two days. It was ridiculous. Ha! <laughs> ah, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's awkwardly I'm really inappropriate in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I went there too, Noms. I went there too. Yeah, I was there. I was in the gutter with you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so um, I think. But yeah. Yeah. Go, Noms. No, no, I got nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> I think it's going to be a hell of a bout. Obviously, um, both teams remaining pretty much intact. Um, only slight changes here and there. Obviously, CCRG. Walking him back, Kiki Kaios, is a huge, huge win for the team, especially with Mini overseas. Um, having your defense, I think, your anchoring in that pack is a is a massive thing, and I know that um, our girls have been talking about <laughs> what they can do to neutralize Kiki Chaos in the well, pack. This which, is... There's probably not much that can be done, to be honest. Well, this is my first I time think... playing CCRG and my first time playing Kiki. At the When the first time we played CCRG was at uh, Eastern Region last year, and I was injured, and I just I remember the whole time screaming from the sidelines, "Someone get on Kiki! Someone get on Kiki!" And at halftime, I I waddled over on my fucking crutches, and I was like, "Someone needs to take her out because she's demolishing all our jammers." And then we played them again um, over at CCRG's Cam Brown, and then. I was still injured, and again, um, at the start of 5 by 5 and I wasn't in the team just yet. So this is my first time playing CCRG. We have a long history together. Like We we absolutely love Central Coast. Like, you guys are a great team, and we have this amazing rivalry. You guys push us to absolute limits. So it's going to be a freaking awesome bout. If you haven't got your tickets, you're a loser. 
<laughs> I'm going to put that wow. on the Facebook wow, page. Wow, don't 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 hold back there. You that should um, be on the poster. You're amongst friends. Yeah, tell that's us, on the poster. Definitely. Anyone else want to talk about this bout predictions? Ooh, I'm going for um, CCRG. Just quietly. Really? Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> Just quietly. Hoo ha ha. Definitely. <laughs> Look, I um, I mean, I, I don't think it's any big secret that there's an awful, awful lot of league love between um, CCRG and Hard. I mean, we were up there last night. Um, they they have a bit of a special place. In my heart, so I... And in your pants. In my pants too sometimes, yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, I'd really... Knowing, knowing the CCRG it. girls... Knowing the CCRG girls the way I know the CCRG girls, I would really like to see them get up on this one. I, you know, they're just um, not taking anything at all away from S2D2, obviously, who are also an amazing bunch of girls and who have just done remarkable, remarkable things this year. Um, but, yeah, I just, you know, CCRG. <laughs> wow, that was awkward. Yeah, everyone carry on. <laughs> no, no that, that is okay, and I still love you both. <laughs> Well, I mean, Apple, wow. Apple sat out on this one, so really, you, yeah, it's, oh, I just I, watch I, I just put you, you guys are one person now. You <laughs> now we always person. have been. <laughs> yeah, for a while now. For a while. I, don't, I can't just dig you. Time. No, most people can't. Don't feel bad about that. It's all right. Who do you think is the underdog in this bout? I don't think there's, I don't an, think underdog there's an underdog in going into this bout. It's an interesting match. It's, they're two great teams. CCRG have just, I think 2013 has definitely been their year, just freaking killing it. Um, to have some crazy rookies come in like um, Tini Flatini, Annabelle Dector, Mel Teaser, just step right up to the plate and act like it's nothing and just own it straight from the start has been super impressive. To do what they've done without Kiki in the lineup. Um, I'm scared to think what they might do with her in the lineup. So take it easy, my girls, team, Kiki. Yeah, the, the teams, the, we're a tight team and um, we we are family. And, you know, whether I've been on the track or not on the track, each of the girls, you know, similar to Blue Mountains, we've got, we're a group of all-rounders, you know, um, in training. And, and Lola and Apple were privy to that last night. We can interchange anyone at any time, also, and and we're working more yeah. on that as well at the moment. Um, I will go out on a limb and say that I'm predicting Southside for the win, um, only because I have to, but also because I see <laughs> I see them train, I see what they do, and I know that uh, the girls are so fucking hungry for it. Um, I've never seen them as dedicated. <laughs> as they have been for this championship. They want it. They want the cup so bad. They want the medal, the gold medal. They want They want to win, and I, and hopefully that comes through. But um, I, I haven't seen them work their ass off like they have. They're, like we got girls doing CrossFit. They're going to off skates twice a week. They're doing all this stuff and learning strategy more than they have ever done before, um, way better than when I was bench coaching anyway. 
<laughs> Kuna, our girls just want some ice in the um in the in the trophy at the end of the game. That's all. <laughs> oh shit! I gotta buy some sealant for that thing too. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So not only are, not only are we drinking out of it, we have to baptize a Prilla's baby in it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <coughs> it's big enough. It can yes, definitely it fit a baby and a, or a small child in there. She can have a water birth in that thing. <laughs> That's how big it is. <laughs> it is huge. We'll let her know. We'll, we'll let yeah, them okay. know. <laughs> come the just, grand just final. Just so you know, if that's if that's what ends up happening with that trophy, um, I think we we probably need a new one for next year. Yeah. Just saying. Totes <laughs> don't want it back. <laughs> um, either way, I know both teams are definitely going to be leaving it all on the track. This is probably going to be a massive bout. Uh, that will be super close, yeah. super hard yeah, hitting. Definitely. Um, and probably more strategic than we've seen so far this season. Just the way that the, these two teams have been on fire lately. I can't wait to see what happens come Saturday for the grand final. It's going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. Agreed. You know when like you're so excited and you just like you have all this nervous energy. That's how I feel. Like I feel electric. Yep, me too. Feel so weird. <laughs> yep. Okay. <laughs> I can't. Mums, like, are you going to need to invest in some tenor ladies for on the track? <laughs> just in case there's like bladder leakage. There's going to have to be something like situation. <laughs> it's going to, you're going to have to have a spew bucket behind the bench, man. It's going to be intense. No, that is that is not part of our job description. Yeah. We did not sign on for that no. when we agreed to help. I'm a sympathetic spewer. Please do not. <laughs> oh, so am I. <laughs> you guys are mums. You guys clean up spew all the time. Go on. Oh, no, 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 no. That's what I have a dog for. <laughs> I'm not even joking. She's not either. No. you highbrow all the time. Uh, oh, you don't invite us for the class. Come on. <laughs> uh, but either way, I think it's going to be a hell of a bout. I'm, I'm looking forward to just... Unfortunately, or not unfortunately, I'm excited to be calling it. I'll be calling the bout, but um, I just can't wait to watch it. Like, as a fan of some yeah. good derby, it's going to be fucking awesome. going to be a test for you professionally not to get wrapped up whilst you're calling the game in the game, you know? Uh, I'm a consummate professional. <laughs> I'm going to keep it, keep it even, keep it pro. And uh, either way, like, even... I don't think I'm going to be crying into the microphone if our girls lose. I'm going to be excited for Central Coast if they win. Um, both ways, I'm going to be pretty freaking happy anyway to see um, a good result on the board. But um, obviously, obviously, I bleed purple and teal and hope that we come out with the win. But I think it's going to be a good bout. And Derby will be the winner on the day, I think. Cliche. I'm stealing are Lola's you, lines Are you here. stealing my puns? Yeah, you definitely. Are. You that stole all my best material. <laughs> that was theft. <laughs> all right, let's say the fans will be the winners on the day because they're going to get a fucking show, and I believe that for sure. Kevin, that's, that's not even at the after party. <laughs> <laughs> the after party will be at the Colonial Hotel in Warrington straight after the bout, uh, or straight after the presentations. Anyway, we're going to be presenting... Um, obviously, the cup will go to the winning team on the night, um, but we've got a gold and silver medal for our 
grand finalists, and then we've got our end-of-season awards, where we're going to be giving out Jammer of the Year, Blocker of the Year, and our All-Star 5, being the top five players, regardless of team or position, um, outside of Jammer and Blocker of the Year, of course, um, and really recognize what people have done individually, uh, as much as the teams have done pretty awesome as well this year. But does anyone want to make any predictions for our awards? Jammer of the year. Who do you think is going to claim that? Oh, Taney. Yeah, yeah probably I Taney. Colin Taney, Flo Taney. Yeah. It's got to go to Taney just for that backside, doesn't it? Oh, God, yeah. Yes. And a couple of points as well. <sighs> yeah. Well. You know, I, th- I, think it's, I think it's going to go to Taney. It's either going to go to Taney or Paul Paul. Those are my calls. Tini getting the consensus vote there. What about blocker of the year? Hmm. I think if Kiki was playing most of the season, it'd be you'd nearly be a lock. Yeah, yeah, you'd you'd be up there. I think there's other people that would have cleaned that one up. Definitely. Any predictions? It's hard because you know it doesn't come down to like you know. Who blocked the most people? Like it, you know, with with when you're judging um, jammers, you know, you can say, well, they're the highest point scorer. Like it's it's not as clear, so it is really hard to call. And there's so many fantastic blockers on the track. There is, there is. There's, gonna, always, there's a lot of high talent level in across these. How times. are they going to work that out? It's already been picked. Um, we, been put, How did they work out? I put together a panel of judges that included uh, Easy for Real and Pandemonium, uh, outside source, who's been to all the bouts. Um, we deliberated for a long time and looked at things like statistics as well as um, other criteria. What we said was they have to play a good number of the games. They have to yeah. be... Um, what impact they have on their team. Um, is their team significantly better because of them? Would their team be significantly worse if they weren't on the team? Um, leadership, statistics. Um, obviously, they have to play a good number of jams. You can't sort of be blocker of the year and only play a quarter of the jams. You need to be a big player in your team. Um, they have to be, you know, they get penalized if they're too penalty heavy because you're taking away from your team. Um, oh, that's a whole me, lot. <laughs> there's a whole lot that goes into it. Um, and even just the eye test, you know, you can look at someone and go, they're freaking good. Um, do they look like they're going to be blocker of the year? Or, or and, and the same criteria went to our All-Star 5 as well. And probably all the All-Star 5 were runners-up in the jammer and blocker of the year category as well. But I think it's going to be a, a really good... Uh, spread of awards, and I don't think anyone's going to argue and say, no, you made the wrong choice in any of those, because um, there was a lot of actual detailed sort of analysis that went into it, especially around the statistics. Uh, Pandemonium may have created a new uh, advanced analytics um, measurement to <laughs> gauge how good P- uh, derby players are, and I, I'm really excited to nerd out and sort of make see if we can use it going forward as well. Pandemonium's achieved a PhD during the uh, put together of the stats for this tournament, yeah? You did. <laughs> Good stuff. I don't know if, if you girls want to hear about how you're just simply 
um, rounded down to just one number, and whoever has the highest number means they're a better <laughs> skater. It's not the sort of thing you want to hear, but it gives a fairly good idea anyway of how the you know the landscape of the the players, especially when you're trying to decide things like awards and that sort of thing. All Star Five. Who do you think have been some five really good skaters this season? Oh, uh, SUD who's Fairy Blade's got to be in there for sure. Her skill is just phenomenal. And I think I wouldn't be able to pick her as a blocker or a jammer because she does both. She's such an amazing all-rounder. A little bit in love with her. A little bit creepy. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. Anyone else? Um, I would like um, to see. I, I would like to see our posh Deckham yeah, up there. Yeah, definitely. Gosh, and yeah, I would definitely. really like to see our. Um, I'd like to see Butter Scream in there. Yeah. Um, I definitely. I was going to pick Fairy as well. Um, probably um, Apocalypse as well because she absolutely blew me away at the first um, five by five round. So. She was, yeah, she, that was just jammed like an absolute gun that night. So I'm going to pick um, Liz. And I'm probably going to go as well. Um, um, God, I can't even think right now. What's the name? Boom CCIG, I just had a mad blank. Mini Mayhem. Yes. Mini Mayhem. Yes. Yeah, yeah she's so, mm. she was, she's been amazing as well. So I think she should be in that top five. What about Blue Mounds in the West? Any. I'd like to see Rapunzel, Miss B, like, they're fantastic all-rounders. Even Moulin Bruce. Moulin Bruce, yeah. yeah, she's an amazing all-rounder. I don't know. I'm sure you guys made the right choice. <laughs> it's too hard. I'm not giving it yeah, away. I'm glad but it's we good. didn't have to decide. That's bloody hard. There's it a is. there's a big school. There's a big pool of skaters that I think would. Um, I mean, CCRG alone. Um, there's so many of their skaters that I would put on that list. Yeah. Look, uh, it, it definitely wasn't yeah. an easy decision just to pick. Seven out of freaking what? What's sixteen times five? Um, there's a lot of skaters. A that, lot. Yeah, the, I'm not good uh-huh. at maths, but there's a lot of really great skaters this year, and we've seen so many of them just improve out of their skin from the start of the year to the end. And it was a really difficult decision, but I think we've made some right decisions. And it's not to say that um, there weren't skaters that could have been right in there in the conversation. And believe me, there was um, so many skaters that we talked about in, you know, how do you pick with this one over that one? How do you pick her over her? Um, and there was some punch-ups and fisticuffs between the three selectors, but I think we sort of came to the right the decision fights. in the end. And pillow fights. Sexy pillow fights. Mm. Always sexy mm. pillow fights. No one wants All to see right. me in a pillow fight. <laughs> Nobody. Not even my wife wants to see that. She's like freaking cringing right now. Um, wow, and that just went out on a podcast. So well done. She's going to hear that. <laughs> no, she won't. She <laughs> won't. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, you've got the edit button. She has you? to listen right. to it, though. 
Oh. <laughs> um, but that is our grand final. We're going to see Blue Mountains taking on Inner West to play off for third and fourth. And, of course, we're going to see Central Coast taking on Southside in the be-all and end-all. The first ever 5x5 grand final playing off for the 5x5 Champions Cup which I'm hoping will be around for many, many years to come. It's been a hell of a ride for the whole season. I can't wait to see what actually happens on Saturday. Um, any last-minute comments from our lovely guests? I'm really excited. I'll be really ha- sad. You'll be Who's really sad? Yeah. To have it all No, I was just going to say, I'm going to be really sad to have it all, all finished for the year. It's It's taken up, you know, so much of my time and – it's been really exciting to be a part of and um i mean i'm so looking forward to next year but still it's i can't believe five by five's over like or almost over i uh, will do another podcast after the grand final just to wrap up the whole thing and we'll sit and reminisce and talk about good times oh nice <laughs> <laughs> we will we will bring a dinner and jelly beans yes <laughs> Um, but if no one has anything else to add, I can't wait to see all of you on the weekend because it's going to be a freaking amazing night. And uh, I actually get to go to the after party this time around. Yay! <laughs> it's so karaoke. It's karaoke. Sweet. Definitely. Sweet. Um, so make sure if you're listening to this, Head on over to 5x5derby.com for all your 5x5 information. And, of course, pick up your tickets. Make sure you have them before you get to the door. Save yourself a couple of bucks. Um, we're selling pretty good. So, I mean, there could be a chance it'll sell out. Who knows? So grab yeah, your ticket I want this to sell out. And secure your spot for our grand final spectacular spectacular. Until next time. Everything's going so well. <laughs> Until next time, I'm the Big Kahuna. I'm denominator. Yeah, there you go, gnomes. You know how this works. <laughs> Such, yeah, a pro. Sorry. Yeah. Such a fucking pro. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I just, I just got a message that I wasn't expecting, and I was like, oh shit. Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Moving right along. I'm Apple. Your hair. I'm Lola Ebola. I'm Lemon Boiling. And I'm Kiki Chaos. Oh.